there's another uh, question that a fellow writer has come up with, which I can link to my big question that I asked you. And that is how to convert a thought into a scene or a situation. Okay. I think this is the sum of entire storytelling, right? Yes. Okay. Let's just say what is a thought. A thought would be a sentence, you know. At the most, a thought would be a sentence. If you make a statement, would that be a complete statement by itself or would that be an incomplete statement? For example, let's think of a uh, random idea. Think of a random idea that you could come up with. A random thought. Yeah. The first thing that comes into my mind is love. Okay, but love by itself is just a word, right? If you want to weave a, a story around love, what would you need the most? People. And why people? I mean, it could be a love between a tree and a bird. Elements. It could be a love between a rock and a wave. My point is, the moment we say the word story, it revolves around metaphors. If you look at anything in the world, the way humans understand anything, it is through metaphors. Our whole, uh, holy scriptures are metaphors. Education is metaphor. Even to explain mathematics, teacher would cite an example, hypothetical example. We grasp things, concepts, through metaphors, through anecdotes, through incidents. So if you want to put a thought into a story, you have to have three elements into it. It should begin somewhere, it should end somewhere, and in between there should be something interesting happening. Otherwise, I would say there is a stray black dog roaming on the streets of uh, a city. It's just a statement, right? It doesn't make a story. Now, I that let's let's just say that is the beginning of my story. I need three parts to make a story. From a thought to a story, I need three parts minimum. So I have one sentence. There is a stray black dog roaming on the streets of a city. Now, I have to ask, why is it doing that? Looking for someone particular. That makes my end of the story. Why? To avenge the death of its litters. I've got my story. So if I have a thought, whether it is in the beginning, middle or end, whatever that statement is, I have to just piece the other two puzzle and I've got my story. See, basically a story has to have a journey. Otherwise, it's just a 
open and shut case, a simple statement, a journey is what the audience wants. That was another question by another fellow writer, but mm. I think you just answered it, but I would still ask this question, which is how to convert an idea into a story. But I think, I think a thought and an idea is primarily the same thing, you know. Uh, when you look, uh, call a thought an idea, it's because you have evaluated the feasibility of a premise as a story. Otherwise, a thought could be anything. A squirrel on a branch of a tree is a thought. A squirrel on a branch of a tree, crazy enough for a nut that it can chew the skin of a human being, that is an idea. That is an idea for a horror genre. But can we uh, take it up as two separate questions and you uh, separately answer them? The first would be how to convert an idea into a story. Okay, then we uh, let's uh, fix the definition of an idea. When you say an idea, how is it different from a thought, from your perspective? An idea for me would be that I want to write about Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. That's my idea. And then how do I convert it into a story? Mm -hmm. But a thought would be that since I am going to write about Mahatma Gandhi, I know a little bit about his life. And uh, so the thought of him being pushed out of the train, how would that I write into a scene or a situation? These are two different questions asked by okay. two of my fellow writers. I'm asking for their benefit. Okay. Let's begin with the idea and then we'll go into a thought because I think uh, the way it is being shaped, a thought is to convey a thought into a scene or something and idea into a story. So like I said, idea uh, is basically, let's say the example of Mahatma Gandhi, you know, uh, a story on Mahatma Gandhi. Now, I would say, why would anybody bother to watch Mahatma Gandhi? If at, in today's time and era, everybody knows everything about Mahatma Gandhi. The first uh, approach is to see what you can offer to the audience uh, in addition to what they already know. Whether it is uh, Mahatma Gandhi or a completely nobody personality as a character. The audience comes to uh, theatres or uh, pick a book because they want to have a journey and that journey cannot happen if they know what is in store ahead. So to convert that, you have to offer something new. Let's say Mahatma Gandhi's uh, revolution is its old fight for India's freedom is well documented. In documentaries, short films, feature films, books, already taken. Uh, his uh, conflict with his son is already done. What can you do? Probably you could go into... Uh, again, the whole thing is keep questioning till you find that one rock under which there is a gem. So it's like picking up the rocks. So I can't take this, I can't take that. And what, what about Mahatma Gandhi as an husband? 
you know? No, was, uh, has there been enough story? Maybe, but uh, it, it has not got gotten enough uh, exposure. So, probably we can delve into that. Uh, how was his re relationship with Kasturba? You know, Mahatma Gandhi's idea of non-violence wasn't his original. It came from Kasturba. Because every time Mahatma Gandhi and Kasturba um, had an argument or a fight, she practiced it. She held on to her view, but she refused to succumb to his anger or his uh, wish as an husband in that era when uh, Indian women were expected to be second fiddle to their uh, husbands. She took a stand. I don't agree, but she never fought over it. And that is what Mahatma Gandhi implemented on a national scale and became Mahatma. He learned it from his wife, at least in my opinion. So that's a beautiful thought. I mean, that's a beautiful idea to explore as a story. Again, if now you have found that aspect of the relationship or uh, character's life to talk about, then you can go into the detail about where should I start, where should I end, and what could be in the middle. So now since you spoke about this and I didn't really know, and I'm so sure many listeners wouldn't know this, so the father of the nation whom we say is crucial to the freedom of our country, there was a woman standing behind him who drove him to become Mahatma and father of the nation. Hence now, the saying, behind every successful man, man there is a, a woman. woman. So now that, I think, very well answers this question, how to convert an idea into a story. So okay. the idea was his wife being non-violent and he taking the non-violence to the national level and giving freedom. I think that would be an interesting it. story to pursue. Yes, very, very okay. interesting. So that takes care of the idea. Now let's get into the... The thought process. Mm. So we have this idea now that uh, father of the nation, the sayer of non-violence, actually learnt non-violence from his wife, mm. which is our idea and we will write a story. Now, the thought that it just came out that the, how do we write it into a particular scene or a situation in their lives? Okay, let's just say uh, you're getting into a life of uh, Mahatma Gandhi which whose uh, personality lived in a certain era. Now your character could be in today's era or any other era. But the first thing you have to understand is you have to go into their world. Now, if you are in their world, what were the issues between Mahatma Gandhi and his wife? It couldn't be today's issues. It has to be relevant to that. Now, if he has taken a stand, she has had a different opinion. And she depicted her, she exercised her right to disagree with her husband, yet chose not to oppose him or con uh, confront him. The best way to show it is to be an incident around it. Right? I mean, anything, 
if i have to say kasturba was a non violent person it's a prose it's a thought how would i uh, show it because film and books even today is a visual medium uh, the audience wants to imagine those things happening in their head so you have to put them in a situation where they are in disagreement now what could be the reason for disagreement perhaps the son of course the mother would have a different opinion about uh, you know uh, what the son wants and how the father should treat the son and uh, mahatma gandhi may have a different opinion how would she project it how would she handle it now we know that she cannot uh, argue like today's woman uh, or uh, she cannot argue like uh, picking up a fight or taunting him she has to be a more mature human being than mahatma gandhi for him to get inspired from her so then you know the balance of emotions and the equation in that scene now any situation that you create around it becomes your scene the simplest uh, th- uh, idea or a simplest trick to convert a thought into a scene is to put a conflict in it two people if there are two people put a conflict in it and your scenes are there your dialogues come through now let's analyze uh, what if there's just one person mahatma gandhi uh, coming out of the train but there's still a conflict the invisible antagonist the fate being ridiculed mocked for who he uh, is and where he was born you know so what could happen to this person what could happen in this situation is the best approach to crack a scene and why it should happen i the one purpose is to move the story forward second purpose is should tell something about the character if it is serving those two objectives you have got your scene let's look at conflict in a very different perspective okay it's not just uh, people's problem and uh, uh, issues okay a fish is thrown to the shore by uh, waves you know now it's in conflict it has to go back to into the water a uh, ant is crossing uh, carrying a load of food and there's water in the path it's conflict anything that stops you from what you want as a character is a conflict it doesn't have to be another human being or it doesn't have to be a fight let's just say that uh, you're giving an exam and you made sure that that one question you will remember because you were dead sure that it would come in the exam and it comes that is the first question you had prepared it in fact you prepared it so hard that you spent an entire week preparing for that one question and when you read that question you can't remember the answer you are in conflict there is no argument no fuss no fight a 
conflict is an hurdle on your path to your goal. It doesn't have to be anger issues or anything else. I think that sums it up. That was my confusion. Because when somebody says conflict, the first thing you think of is anger. Because fight. the words, you know, that is why I feel that, you know, the world needs writers because everybody else misused the word. And I think that's the thing because like we, in the first session when we spoke about art and craft, Mm-hmm. And yes, every time I would read that conflict is necessary. And yeah. that's when I started to think that means, is a fight necessary in everything? Not but now you answered it, that the conflict does not necessarily mean a fight. Any hurdle on your path to towards your goal is a conflict. 